0: Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is with Italia News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, November 13. In the last few days, the numbers of the contagion in Italy seem to maybe have given us small positive signals, but it is still early to understand if it is a real trend or not. The percentage of positives and the number of swaps carried out has been falling since November 9 when hit had reach 17.1% after a continuous growth throughout the month of October. Yesterday, however, the figure rose again. It is necessary to understand if it is only for one day or another reversal of the trend. To have the confirmation that the situation is really improving, the number of deaths and the number of hospitalizations in intensive care units must be observed. For at least 7 or 10 days, they will much probably continue to rise because there is a time lag between infections, hospitalizations and deaths. But if within a few days, seven or ten days, they will start to fall, then we maybe, maybe, we will be able to say that slowly the trend could be going in the right direction and so-so. In the meantime, we have reached and exceeded the million positive Italians since the beginning of the pandemic. And now, in this moment, we have at least more than 600,000 positives. So uh, at least one one Italian out of a hundred is positive, but they are probably more than one out of a hundred. In recent days, there has been a new set of restrictions decided by regions and cities waiting for government decisions, which today probably will update the risk colors of some regions. These new restrictions uh, concern bans on entry into the streets and squares of historic centers, restrictions on uh, out-of-town trips and opening of stores, early closures of bars and restaurants and have taken place in Emilia-Romagna, Friuli-Venezia Giulia and Veneto, which are yellow regions now but could change color today, and in cities in other regions too. Certainly the government does nothing to increase trust in Italian citizens who are asked to make sacrifices. For a long time, it has been asked to make transparent the data that lead to the decisions taken by the government to increase restrictions and limitations, but these data are still not public. The decision to force more restrictions depends on 21 complicated parameters that are very difficult to understand, based on data kept hidden, to the request to simplify this process since, for example, in Europe these indicators are only 9, the government has responded by adding a 20-second parameter and refusing to make the data public. There is also the problem that regions often do not give complete or updated data, and this causes decisions to be made based on old and incomplete data making everything transparent would serve to increase the confidence of citizens and unmask those regions that do not cooperate, forcing them to better monitor the infection. The government could force the highest rate of restrictions to all the regions who do not have an efficient control system to encourage them to improve it. The pressure on hospitals is becoming more and more unbearable every day, and the government is trying to ease it by focusing on field hospitals and COVID hotels. The goal to lighten in particular the load on the hospitals and emergency rooms is to have a COVID hotel in every province where to allow those who are positive and have some symptoms but do not need to stay in hospital to spend the quarantine away from home to avoid infecting family members but at the same time leaving free hospital beds that are needed for those who are worse off. To increase the number of beds for those who need to be hospitalized the government will also resort to field hospitals, some of which have already been mounted by the Italian military. Coronavirus is scary, and Italians do not want to spend their money. This explains the 682 billion stored in banks by the Italians, equal to the entire Italian GDP of 2020. The data mark an increase in liquidity on deposits year-on-year of 8%, an increase of 125 billion. But this talks about the Italians who have money. The new poverty in our country, instead, has today the face of a woman, Italian, with two children, an average age around 40 years. A woman who, for the first time during the pandemic, asked for food and support to Italian Caritas for her family. Caritas is the most important Catholic association for the fight against poverty. The new report on poverty, just published, uh, shows a society that is already in a worse crisis than in uh, uh, 2008. The percentage of new poor taken care of by the network has increased from 31% in the months of May to September 2019, to 45% in the same period of 2020. In particular, the weight of families with children, women, young people, Italian households and people of working age is increasing. Beyond the data, however, the most interesting part of the report is the description of uh, poverty. The number of women who asked for help from May to September immediately after the lockdown was 54.4% compared to 50.5% in 2019. The number of young people between 18 and 34 years of age has increased from 20% to 27.7%. Italians are now 52% of the poor, compared to 47.9% in 2019 thus outnumbering, in 2020, foreigners among those who turned to Caritas asking for help. However, if there are people who are struggling to eat, there are many of us who are getting fatter. 44% of Italians have gained weight because of Covid-19, among the the smart working, the restriction imposed by the lockdown, the reduction of sports activity, and the tendency to cook more and sometimes less healthy food, the so-called comfort food. Uh, You will forgive me if I close this video with a somewhat rhetorical story, but we need good stories. Today I'll tell you the story of Stefano Bozzini, 81 years old, who is in life, has done many jobs, uh, plays the accordion as a hobby, and in his youth was an alpine. Uh, Stefano has a great art like all the alpines. Uh, His wife has COVID and is hospitalized at Castel San Giovanni in the province of Piacenza in Emilia-Romagna region. Because the rules on COVID-19, uh, Stefano go, cannot go see her, and so he dedicated her a serenade to her uh, with the accordion in the courtyard under the ward, uh, which delighted all the patients and the caregivers. The whole hospital was asking me to, asking him to continue playing his accordion, uh, which he had stopped playing years ago when his youngest son died. There is beautiful video w- that shows a few minutes of this concert full of blues note. Love and hope with Stefano playing and his Carla from the window, looking at him, listening at him, and sending him a kiss every now and then. Best wishes to Stefano and Carla and all those who are fighting against this virus in hospitals and in their homes. Now it's all for today, it's all for now. Please, once again, stay safe and stay healthy. Protect yourselves, take care of yourselves. My name is Umberto Mucci. I'll see you next Monday. This was Weed Italian News, ciao from Rome.